Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Thank you for being with me today, this week. Um, Whatever it is that you're doing, I am always so honored to know that you are on the other side of this camera, on the other side of this microphone, and taking the time to listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Um, You know, before I ever push the record button with any guest, we always pray. And uh, it was no different with my guest this week. Her name is Katie Walkus, and we were... Uh, just talking about, you know, the podcast and what we were going to discuss and and just talking about life and stuff. And then I asked her, I said, you know, do you have any questions? And she said, can we pray? And I said, absolutely. We always do that. And our prayer always is that you, our audience, would be encouraged by what we discuss and that the Lord would speak through us and that He would be honored in our conversation. And, um, you know, that everything we do would point you and point your kids to Jesus. And so we really do pray that that is how you view this podcast and what you get out of it, that you walk away encouraged and equipped to be able to do this parenting thing, this homeschooling thing, this life thing, um, and that you would be able to do it uh, the best that you can according to God's Word and according to biblical truth. So thank you again for being with us. Um, I am excited about my guest this week. Like I said, her name is Katie Walkus. I totally botched her name when I asked her, because <laughs> if you look at it the way it's spelled, you might try to figure out how to say it too. And, and so I'm glad that I asked before I completely butchered it on the podcast. Um, but we are going to talk this week about the highly distracted homeschool mom. And I am so excited about this topic because this is me. I am a totally distracted homeschool mom. Um, That might be surprising to some of you. And those of you who know me, you're going to be like, oh yeah, that's you, Yvette. (laughs) But before we get into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free, ctcmath.com. You have nothing to lose. If what you're doing is working well for your kids, then stick with that. But For those of you who maybe don't like to teach math or you're just looking for something different, maybe what you're doing works for one of your kids, but not for the other, try CTC Math. It is a fantastic program, ctcmath.com. Well, Katie, um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Like I said, we're we're talking about the highly distracted homeschool mom, and it's so funny. As soon as I saw that you talked on this topic, I was like, oh, you got to come on the podcast because... (laughs) I need your help. And I know so many others need need help in this area as well. It is a, um, I think one of those things that as homeschool moms, those of us who are easily distracted, mm-hmm. those type Bs like myself, um, it's hard for us sometimes to think that we're doing okay as homeschool moms. We feel like we're just screwing this all up because I can't even stay focused on a single thing, much less trying to teach all of my kids and keep everything rolling smoothly throughout the day. And so I think it can cause us to become very insecure about our ability to teach. And so I would love for you to first introduce your family. And then I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't assume this, that you maybe yourself are a highly distracted homeschool mom as well. (laughs) So let's just talk about this this week. Uh, But first tell us who you are. Yeah. So my name is Katie and I am a second generation homeschooler married to another second generation homeschooler. We've been married almost 15 years. It'll be 15 years in August. And um, I have kids ranging from, well, they're they're getting ready to have birthdays. They're going to be 14, 13, 12, 11, 6, and 5. I have to get wow. a running start. If you ask me in the middle, I can't tell you 
how old the middle child is <laughs> without going up or down. Um, <laughs> but we, our family is very unique. We have a lot of kiddos with different special needs. And um, it was funny. It was actually through one of my kids going to therapy and like to a counseling therapy session that I actually discovered that I myself have ADHD. Um, and it was so funny because the therapist just very lovingly, like with no malicious intent whatsoever, was telling my daughter who has ADHD, she's like, you know, it's okay. She's like, I have it too. And I'm pretty sure your mom does as well. And I was like, no, I I don't have ADHD. And she was like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and as we started talking, I was like, so what, why did you say that? Like, I'm just, I'm curious, what made you think that? And so she started asking me and I ended up getting screened for it. And I am 1000% wow. ADHD, um, actually more so than my husband. I knew that he had it, but I'm way more. <laughs> so that was a really fun thing to find out as an adult and as a mom. Um, so I am definitely the highly distracted homeschool mom. I have found that most moms feel like they actually fit in this category, either because of natural tendencies or because of external circumstances, because we mm -hmm. live in that world that's constantly like yanking us in every direction. And our kids are in all the sports and their social media and we're balancing so many things at one time that I find that so many moms feel, find themselves there. Um, but there's definitely ones who are more naturally that way and more that are like just end up in circumstances where they feel like that. So the things that we're going to talk about today will help and apply to all of that hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. And I may fall into that category yes. and I just have never had myself tested, but I could easily see that probably, you know, I mean, since I was a kid, I can look back and I can see even, even through my academic years in school, um, you know, I went to a private school my whole life and I was always just, I, I could not focus on anything, which is why it was hard for me to learn. And I still do that. Even when I read my Bible in the morning, I literally have to listen to it mm -hmm. and read same it with way. my eyes at the same time, because otherwise, and, and even then I sometimes have to read the same thing over and over again, because my mind just is everywhere. It's all over the place. And are you a visual learner? I'm curious yes. to know. Yes. Um, so not only are you distracted, but you see everything as you're distracted with it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a double curse it is. It is. <laughs> and a blessing, I think at the same time. Yes. Um, but so, so let's talk kind of through this. Um, and as you've met homeschool moms and you yourself, what are some of the distractions that you think most homeschool moms face? Yeah. So like I said, there's sort of the external distractions and the internal distractions. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually kind of asked several people on my, I have a YouTube channel and asked them, what are the things that you guys feel like are the most distracting to you? And some of the answers I got were, of course, the kids, right? Mm -hmm. And all the needs they have, um, the the laundry or chores, the things they're trying to keep up with in their home, um, the calendar, like just managing everybody's schedules, especially if you have any kids that do have therapies or playdates or sports or whatnot. Um, sickness can even be an external distraction. Um, like we've all, we've all run into that where you just have seasons where you just feel like you can't get to your schoolwork. Because yeah. you're you're constantly dealing with sickness. Um, of course, our phones, you know, I think that's probably a really, really common one. And just having to-do lists, like feeling like we're constantly needing to do the next thing is always mm -hmm. a distraction. 
Um, but as I was thinking about it more, I was like, there's also internal distractions, at least for people like us, <laughs> right? Because my mind in and of itself is a huge distraction. Oh, yeah. It's constantly going, it's constantly thinking. And I think most moms do. We're like, okay, what are we going to have for breakfast the next morning? What are we going to have for dinner? What, how, who do I need to get where? And it can be very overwhelming and we can be present and not actually be present oh, at yeah. all, you know, yeah. because our minds are everywhere else, but there. Um, and there's also, there's the sin aspect of distractions of feeling like, you know, we just selfishly, we don't want to do what we're supposed to do. So we allow ourselves to get distracted and sucked into things that are more interesting to us or that we want to hyperfixate on. Yeah. You say being present and not present. Mm -hmm. Do you have the wonderful ability that I have to read a book and have no idea what you're reading because you're thinking of something else? Yes. I don't think everyone can do that. I yeah. don't know if I call that a gift or a curse again, <laughs> but I can I can read a book to my kids literally perfectly every single word and have no idea what I'm reading to them because I'm thinking of something completely different <laughs> than what I'm reading. Yes. And um, so hopefully they don't ask me questions about those books. I mean, I can read a book and focus on the book and, and mostly I do, but sometimes if I really have something heavy on my mind, you know, I, my, my brain, I'll just go off into la la land and thinking about all the things and then imagining all the things because I see everything in picture. I have like this constant movie going on in my head all the time, which I always thought that everyone did. Yes. I always just assumed that everybody saw everything. And then I learned years ago that that's not the case. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't see everything. <laughs> you don't have a constant movie going on in your head all the time. And, um, yes. Yeah, it, it can be it can be a, a, a tough thing, but it can be kind of fun sometimes. <laughs> so let's take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call one 800 845 5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. The distractions can be overwhelming um, in every way. Yes. And a lot of times, like when you find yourself distracted, like some people, somebody asked me when I started to talk on this topic and it kind of threw me off guard because I, I just kind of assumed you knew if you were a distracted mom, but somebody asked me, how would I know if I'm a distracted mom? And I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess I can break this down a little bit. You know, if you feel like you're constantly wasting time, if you feel mm -hmm. like you really, you know, you're just, you you can't get to that. If you feel like a lot of the work you're doing is not at its best and you kind of feel like you're a little bit of everything to everybody and not really able to accomplish anything or to do anything well, if you're feeling mentally exhausted, 
and fatigued constantly. And I know as moms, there's an aspect of that. Um, But I think that sometimes we blow past that really easily and we just assume that, well, moms are tired, so this is okay. And I just need to push through it. And there are physical tiredness that we feel. But when there's this mental overload, there are things we can do to kind of shift that and to take off some of that extra mental weight. And I think that's something that we oftentimes just don't don't think about. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to talk about that um, and, and just give some practical advice on what yeah. can we do? How do we navigate through this? But let's talk first about the, the problem as a homeschool mom, because we're talking mm-hmm. to homeschool moms. Yes. So specifically, and I feel like, I mean, you've talked about some of it, but like we could just go on for ever about why this is a problem. But I want to bring hope to to the situation because yes. I think so oftentimes moms don't homeschool or they want to give up on homeschooling because they think someone else, they think that the teacher in the classroom has it all together and that she is going to be able to teach their kids in a more focused way than she than than the mom can. And so I I and I feel this too sometimes. You know, I never have the urge to put my kids in a classroom, but oftentimes I'm like, man. I'm such a mess. And it's hard for me to sometimes teach my kids to be focused because we, and we do get things done. You know, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, we just, you know, lollygag around the house all day, every day. I mean, that, that wouldn't, (laughs) that wouldn't work for anybody, but you know, monkey see monkey do. I mean, my girls very much take after me in this aspect. And, um, and so I know it drives my husband crazy. I don't do it on purpose. It's just (laughs) how my personality is. Um, and he loves me through it, but, um, let's talk about the, the problem of this for homeschool moms. And then let's try to give some practical ways to overcome it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think one of the big problems with it is that we can, you know, for me, one of the ways this kind of showed up as a problem in my homeschool is I was a habitual curriculum hopper for the uh-huh. beginning of my homeschool years, um, whether it was mid-year or whether it was at the end of the year, but constantly changing up different curriculums because I it was like, ooh, something new and shiny and FOMO, it's a real thing. And, you know, all the different things. And I was constantly switching things up. And so there were some gaps and inconsistencies there that fell into that for um, for my kids that I know that they suffered because of that. Um, you know, it was also hard for them because, because of my distractedness, I would oftentimes have different expectations for the day. And so if I was feeling unmotivated, then I would be like, Mm, everything can slide. Either we're not going to do homeschool or we're going to do it, but the standards are not going to be as high. And then the next day I would be very motivated and I would expect my kids to match my motivation, which is really not fair to them whatsoever because they had no idea. And my kids learned really fast the system to things. They learned that if mom was tired and overwhelmed, they could get away with not doing school or not doing as much. And if mom was like really motivated, they were probably going to have to do like two or three days worth of school in one day. Cause then I'd be feeling this panic of being right. behind. Um, but there is 1000% hope in this because God completely shifted things in my life. And some of these strategies that we're going to share are ways that this happened, but there's also part of it that was a heart change. And like, I want to encourage, like that is the most practical thing you can do about this is to recognize the problem mm-hmm. and like, take it to the Lord because yeah. he, if he's called you to this, like he's going to equip you for it. And we can so often be like, well, this is just the way I am. Like, 
I'm kind of doomed to this. And that's not at all the case. Yes, yeah. God, God has made you uniquely how you are. And there are strengths to being a highly distracted homeschool mom. And we can talk about that. Um, but there are also there is also sin that's interwoven into these things and asking God to really confront that in your heart and to change those things. Um, he, and he will be faithful to do it, you know? And so I think that's the biggest hope that I can give is that you can do the strategies, but until you have the heart change, you're not going to see that impact. Talk about that transition for you then of going from realizing, and, and did you realize it before your daughter's therapist, you know, (laughs) <laughs> revealed to you. Yes. <laughs> um, like was, did you realize like, oh man, I'm just distracted and, you know, kind of scattered all over the place, but you didn't really know why? Yeah. I, I did not okay. know why. Um, I did discover that beforehand. I started to see as my kids got older, mm-hmm. the consequences of my choices on them. And I started to notice them that they would get really frazzled or that they would, um, they were feeling like they didn't know what the expectations were going to be for the day. And at first I would get frustrated. And then, you know, thankfully God gave me that insight to be able to see, maybe this is a me problem, not a them problem. Um, And so thankfully I started working on that several years before. Like I actually only found out I had ADHD. I think it was back in 2020. So it's only been in the last three years. Oh wow! Um, Yeah. So it's been a much more recent thing. And since then I'm like, okay, I can learn to to find the strengths and the weaknesses and what I need to work on. Um, But yeah, for many years, I had no idea why. I just was like, something's a little off here. And I'm just constantly (laughs) going all the different directions. But there are many benefits to it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about those. We're out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to talk about the benefits. I do want to talk about, um, you know, some of the strengths that come with that and then give some really practical advice on how um, we highly distracted moms can bring the focus in and be able to homeschool our kids with excellence. Um, Katie, where can people find out more about you and your ministry? Talk really quickly about your YouTube channel, your podcast. What do you have going on? Yeah. So I have several things going on. I have my primary thing is a YouTube channel where I help homeschooling moms um, and it's called Life in the Mundane. Uh, You can also find me. um, We have a podcast my husband and I do together on biblical marriage and parenting. So YouTube's more homeschooling. And podcast is marriage and parenting all from a biblical perspective. And I would love for you guys to check those out. Awesome. We will put those links in the show notes. And if you guys have not yet watched the movie, speaking of watching YouTube um, and watching things, watch the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. You can stream it for free. Go to schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Share it with your friends. We have gotten such a great response um, ever since we put it out for free. It was it, it became free for streaming in March. And we've had a a lot of people, I don't even know the number of people um, who have watched it uh, because of that. And it is bringing great encouragement to families. And so during the summertime, when parents are thinking through what they're going to do for next year, you know, it's not too late for them to homeschool their kids for the next school year. It's never too late. I mean, it could be, you know, December and they could decide to pull their kids uh, from school. Um, So it's never too late. But during the summertime, this is a great time to invite some of your neighbors over, invite your friends over and watch the movie with them. Schoolhouserockedmovie.com. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Stick around till the end of the show for a preview of what's coming next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Mm -hmm.
What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. As homeschool moms, we want our kids to have a love of learning. And some of the best ways to do that, in my experience, is to follow those rabbit trails and to be willing to like, take a second and take a break from the curriculum and just follow that thing that's really interesting to them. And as highly distracted homeschool moms, oftentimes we are more willing to do that and to kind of go off the beaten path. And I really do think that's a strength. I have friends who are very type A and who very much wish they could 